Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Thursday, August 30th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. In following up on this story from yesterday, the 12-year-old girl that was missing from Sandy Point State Park on the beach the night before last, unfortunately, was found deceased. Kanaya Kenley of Baltimore was about 40 yards offshore and discovered at about 11 p.m., nearly five hours after she went missing. She and three other children were left alone on the beach. The four children, ages 11 to 15, went into an area that was marked no swimming, but they were only going to go up to as far as they could stand. They were pulled from the standing water because of the current. Three of them were able to get safely back to shore, but unfortunately, Kanaya Kenley was unable to do that. She was at the park as part of a group outing with 14 others, and when she went under, two fishermen saw the girl struggling and tried to rescue her, but the current was too strong for even them to get back out. Yesterday afternoon, a man was flown to an area hospital after being assaulted by a group of people in the 100 block of Frederick Douglass Street in the Eastport section of Annapolis. Now, Frederick Douglass Street is in the Eastport Terrace community, which is owned by the Housing Authority of the city of Annapolis. We are told by police that he was flown from the scene to an area hospital where he remains in stable condition, and we will have more information on that a little bit later today. So you want to make sure you check out ionanapolis.net for an update to that story. Sliding up into Baltimore, the gunshot that killed Baltimore detective Sean Souter apparently was self-inflicted, according to an independent review board. If you'll recall, Souter was killed on November 15th, and initially it was declared an on-duty homicide. There was skepticism from the start. However, the review board says the evidence that was reviewed, quote, simply does not support anyone other than Detective Souter himself firing the fatal shot. They said the next steps in this are going to be up to the medical examiner and the police department, and Acting Police Commissioner Gary Tuggles said that the medical examiner would have to make any reclassification of Souter's death. It would not be up to the department. Souter's widow, Nicole Souter, said she was shocked by their determination and very upset. She does not believe that it was a suicide and that it was indeed a homicide. Strangely enough, a search of Souter's work computer revealed five Google searches for the funeral home that eventually handled his body. The summer of 2018 has been one of the deadliest in Maryland in recent memory. So far, 25 people in Maryland have died from heat-related injuries so far this summer. Most of the deaths, 12 of them, have occurred in Baltimore City, but the other ones are spread across the state. Last year, there were a total of five people who died from complications to the hot weather, 17 in 2016, 6 in 2015, 8 in 2014, and 17 in 2013. Public Health Services Deputy Secretary Dr. Howard Half said that heat-related deaths and illnesses are preventable, that Marylanders should stay in the air conditioning whenever possible, drink lots of water, abstain from strenuous outside activity, avoid excessive alcohol use, and check on elderly relatives and neighbors who could be adversely affected by the heat. Great advice because we do have several more hot days coming our way. 
And with those hot days, I've got some bad news for the city of Annapolis residents that partake in the Truxton Park pool. Unfortunately, after closing the pool yesterday for emergency repairs, the city has determined that the needed repairs will require the pool to be closed effective immediately for the remainder of the season. They had hoped to get it open for the weekend and keep it open through the end of September, but unfortunately the repairs are so severe it is leaking too badly for them to do anything, so the Truxton Park pool is closed. And for you dog lovers, they always have in the last week of the season a dog swim, and obviously that's not going to happen. The bike share in Annapolis is live. Yesterday, Mayor Buckley was joined by County Executive Steve Hsu, Bike AAA founder John Corrin, and representatives of Coca-Cola and Pace Bike Share to officially get the program rolling. Now, Coca-Cola Consolidated, which is the local distributor of Coca-Cola here in Annapolis, they've been here for almost 120-some-odd years, I think they said, but they've entered into a three-year agreement with the city to fund the cost of the program, so there is zero cost to the taxpayers. Currently, nine of the proposed 10 stations are installed with more planned, and the mayor said that eventually he wants to connect the BNA Trail at the foot of the Naval Academy Bridge all the way out to the mall with improvements to and construction of trails along Spa Road to be able to connect Forest Drive as well. Now, you will see these bike stations across the city. They're basically blue racks, and the bicycles are very obviously identified with white sort of wheel shrouds and everything else. And to rent them, it's very simple. You download an app, and if you go to ionanapolis.net, we've got an article with links to the apps, whether you've got an Android or an Apple device. But you create an account. There's no cost for that. You put in a form of payment. Once you're done, you just look for the bikes that are closest to you. You can look in other cities. There's 13 cities that they represent. You reserve your bike. When you arrive at the location, you just press a button on the app. The bike will unlock for you and you go. If you stop and run into a store very quickly, you can lock the bike up to a secure location and the meter still runs on that. It costs you a dollar for every 30 minutes. If you're going to be in there longer, maybe having lunch, let the bicycle go. Stop your rental and then start it up again when you come back out, provided that the bike is there because people can take the bike if it shows as available. When you're done with it, you can lock your bike to any bike rack in the city, any public bike rack, as well as the bike racks that are put there by the company Pace. On ionanapolis.net, we've got a good video shows you how to lock it, unlock it, how to work the app and everything else. Really kind of a cool thing, and I watched the app a little bit yesterday afternoon, and there seems to be a lot of people that are embracing that so far. So that's really some good news for the city of Annapolis and the biking community. That is about it for the top news today. As I said earlier, make sure you're checking back with ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. It is Thursday, so we do have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace and the Makerspace Minutes. And as we always do, we have George Young with yet another hot and toasty locally forecasted weather forecast. Hang tight. Save the date, September 29th and 30th, to see Richard Karn, yes, Al Borland, from the hit television show Home Improvement at the Annapolis Home X. I don't think so, Tim. No, it's true. Richard Karn will be at the Annapolis Home Expo, and while Richard will tell you about what not to do with the home improvement, there will be dozens and dozens of real home improvement contractors to tell you exactly what you should do. Bring in an antique for a free appraisal. Listen to the many workshops to help you make your home into the dream home you always wanted. Thinking about selling or buying? Northrop Realty and Craig Northrop will be on hand to offer tips for staging your home and how to negotiate the waters of one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. It all starts on September 29th at the Byzantium Center on Riva Road, Saturday from 10 to 6 and Sunday from noon to 5. 
Tickets are only $5 at the door, but get this. If you're named Al, or anything close, or wear flannel, you're in for free. Remember the Annapolis Home Show, September 29th and 30th. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, August 30th. Okay, the good news first. Today will be the fourth and final day of the current heat wave for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County as high temps again climb into the 90 to 95 degree range as heat index values hover near 100. In addition to that, some late p.m. showers and storms are possible today, with more rain likely tomorrow as temps drop back down into a much more comfortable range of 82 to 87 degrees for highs on Friday. The bad news? Rain could be in the mix on a daily basis through the entire long holiday weekend, though at this point it looks like more of a threat of off-and-on showers and storms versus any kind of washout scenario. But frequent rain chances have been the general theme of summer 2018, So what better way to cap off summer break than with a frontal boundary in the region and rain chances in the forecast each day? Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there despite the heat, and be sure to follow DMD Weather anywhere all the time at dmdweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook, or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather so you can always stay weather-informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside... Have fun and be safe. September 29th, the inaugural Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft beer, music, food, and arts festival. Presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. Dance the afternoon away to the sounds of Saved by Zero and the Groove Spot Band. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 29th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets at twistandstout.org. This is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Saturday down at the Anne Marie Sculpture Garden and Arts Center in Solomons is their first Saturday Maker's Market, with plenty of interesting arts and crafts to be had. Also Saturday is the Archaeology of Banneker at the Benjamin Banneker Historic Park and Museum in Ellicott City. Discover Ben's life like an archaeologist. You'll look at some artifacts and visit Banneker's original cabin site. Sunday in downtown Annapolis is this month's first Sunday Arts Festival, featuring tons of great local arts and crafts, food vendors, music, and more. All this weekend in St. Michael's is the St. Michael's Art League Labor Day Show. It's a two-day art show that's free and includes art for sale. Spend a day in beautiful St. Michael's and check out the art and the artist. Also, this is the last weekend of the Maryland State Fair up in Timonium. Check out the fun arts and crafts competitions in the 4-H building, and also check out all the interesting produce that's being judged up there as well. In addition to that, there's always the Cow Palace that's full of all kinds of interesting animals this week at unallocated space in severn 
Tonight is their InfoSec night, where they'll be covering IP table rules on a firewall. And on Saturday, they're doing a Networking 101 boot camp. It's a full-day introduction to networking, exploring the OSI model, as well as conducting labs with Wireshark and Packet Tracer. By the end, you should have an understanding of LAN gear, including routers, switches, and firewalls. Next week at Annapolis Makerspace, as always, Mondays are for woodworking. Tuesday is our monthly Fusion 360 workshop, learning about 3D design using Autodesk's Fusion 360. And a reminder, I'm putting together a mailing list to help connect some of the various maker, STEM, and crafting groups in the area. If you're part of a group or a teacher interested in these topics, you might want to reach out to other local groups and see if they'd want to do presentations for your group. Or if you have things you'd like to offer to teach, head on over to mdmakers.org and sign up on the right-hand side. And as always, you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. I'll be posting links to these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org sometime today. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Hi, I'm Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Hsu. Pain never killed anyone, but heroin does. We're tired of losing our mothers, fathers, daughters, and sons to this epidemic. Step up and join our effort to stop creating new users. Doctor's orders. Go to aacounty.org slash heroin to learn more about how you can stop addiction. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.